Evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Drunk Agile. We're finally, I think, getting back to normal. This is kind of our uh, back to a nor- quote unquote normal episode for Drunk Agile. You're normal. Um, yeah. You know, no more, no more, you know, guests. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what the word, word is. Not, not, that right we don't, not that we don't yeah, know no, it. Yes, we, we don't, love yeah, it. We, we love them. We love them. We love them. But, uh, and, and we're actually drinking tonight. So we should probably yeah, start yeah, off. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the, yeah, that's the. Okay. But what, 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 what do you got there? You, 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 well, you well, went the, to church the, up the place. The, the, oh, oh, she had the star of the show, Nisha. Yeah. She, she, yeah, she was, she was in, you know, um, she had a bone earlier. I don't know. Yeah, she's, 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 she's a little more active. I think, oh, there, eyes open. Hi, Nisha. Um, <laughs> So yeah, start the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, Nisha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Pratik, what do you? Yeah, you. you... Uh, so I, I, I have Ooh, the Blantons. Blantons. Today is a Blantons night. Got my old fashioned Blantons. Yeah, this is. I still have enough of this to kind of well, last, last this show at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I got, I got the. Uh... Um, I brought I brought out the Glenn Rothis. I can't remember mm. if I've, I've used this one before on the episode. So you know, frequent watchers of the show, you're gonna have to go back and tell me. I think I I think I've done this one before. Uh, it's twenty year old Glenn Rothis, forty nine percent bourbon barrel. Um, I I like it a lot, but it's it's got uh, it's just got a hint of peat to it that mm-hmm. it just really kind of it's really kind of puts me off. So yeah. it, it prevents me from you know going all in on it, but. Um, but it's it, it's better than most. So cheers, everybody. Cheers. All right. Cool. I'll um, I'll introduce the topic if that's okay. So then you can go for it. You yeah. can do most of the talking. So we um, we talk a lot on this show, and um, agile frameworks in general talk a lot about the idea of done. You know, we're always talking about hey, when will it be done? That, um, that, that, that focus on the done part of the equation seems to be paramount in, in most agile methodologies or approaches or, or things like that. But if you've listened carefully to the shows that we've done over the past, you, know, you, you will hear from us that it's not necessarily, while, while done is important, obviously done in, in the hands of our customer is important. That's a very important thing. That's, that's probably not the most important thing from a predictability perspective. That's probably not the most important thing. Uh, a much more important thing, I think we would argue, I'm going to put words in your mouth, Pratik, um, is this idea of, of beginning. When, when, when should it begin? So let's, let's, let's talk about things like, Pratik, can, can you forecast when something will begin? Um, you know, maybe we start there and then we can talk about other things like, um, what are some considerations that you should, you should take into account? you know, when talking about beginning work and, and things like that. But let, let, let's, so your first things first, you know, um, can, can you forecast when something will begin? Yeah, uh, sh- the sh- oh, I wish I had a short answer. I was going to say the short answer is, but there isn't a short answer here. Um, you could forecast, you'll probably be wrong in most cases. Um, you, but you can kind of go, hey, if, if, this is sequence to be the third thing to start. I'm working on thing one right now. When do I finish two things so that this thing can start? You could potentially do that. There are multiple problems with that that you have to consider before you can even attempt to do that. Well, let's, let's, let's talk through those multitude of problems because I think that's, 
that's ultimate. I think what the, what this show is going to be about is, um, yeah, uh, we, we were talking about Gantt charts briefly before the show, you know. Um, but um, what what are some what are some things that, that that make it difficult for us to you know before we can say this is the third item on our list. So we know for sure we're going to get item one done at this point. We're going to get item two done at this point, which means we can start item three at this point. What are some problems with that thinking? Why, why, why can't I do that? So let's, let's anchor back to the thing that we always talk about, which is probabilistic thinking. Um, item one getting done at this point, well, we don't know. There's a probability that it gets done at that point or before. Um, even if you're forecasting with, with let's say, an 80% probability, hey, it'll be done by this date. Item, item one getting done by it, by this date and then item two following, getting done with 80%, you're already down to 68%. And then if you keep going- hey, You lost me. You started doing math and you lost me, yeah. <laughs> Probably because I even did that wrong. <laughs> Probably. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to check you. Yeah, it's actually 64%. But anyway, so it's already at 64. And then every item that you add uh, on top of that, it keeps lowering it further and further. After three items, you're almost down to 50% chance of being right. So forecasting the start date of the third item or the fourth item based on the end dates of the previous items um, in when you're thinking probabilistically is is a compounding problem. Yeah, but let's, I mean, let, 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 let's even explore some of the assumptions, the implicit assumptions that, that you're, you are making there. Mm -hmm. I, I think you know you are making and you are making them on purpose, which is again, part of the reason why we're talking about this is, you know, number one, we kind of assumed in that scenario that we're working on items in order, in exact mm -hmm. order, right? That we're working on item number one and then we're working on item number two. That's that's a terrible assumption just in and of itself, right? Right there, you know, you should exit the building because that almost never happens. Well, well let's 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 come back to that maybe in a second. Um, but then number two, we're we're talking about, well, we're guaranteed that item one will finish before mm -hmm. item two finishes, and that I so that so then you know we'll finish item one, then we'll finish item two, and then we'll start we'll start item three. Both of those things are inherently incorrect. Well, why? Well, the first one, it's, it's um, assuming we're living in the perfect world where everyone acts completely rationally. Um, although I don't know if that would be a perfect world. Take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> assuming perfectly rational decisions being made at all points. You can guarantee that if it's one, two, and three, you will go in that order. Now, that is, that, that's actually, there's a second assumption there too, which I'll get to. That we have discovered working with multiple teams is not always true. Even though we can say this is the priority order, many a time item number 13 starts before <laughs> items number four, five, and six. Um, the reason we're laughing is because that literally was the first time we saw that happening and we were amazed that that was happening. Um, 
But the, yeah. the second yeah. why didn't you get item number one done? Oh, we were working on item number 13. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the, even in the perfectly rational world, though, so this one is the assumption of, of rationality. The second is the assumption that nothing else is going to show up while you're working through this. That uh, that will be higher priority than number three. So just in the in the question of that sequencing, you, there are two huge assumptions, which are one, we're going to be perfectly rational in decision making, and two, nothing else is going to show up to change that decision making. Yeah. Um, and, and let me let me pile on on top of that uh, because. Um, a lot of people, I, th I think a lot of people are under the misconception. I think we've addressed this myth on this show, by the way. A lot of people are under the misconception that uh, to drive predictability in, in your process, you have to follow a very strict FIFO um, queuing order, you know, first in, first out queuing order. Uh, and that's simply not true. Um, you know, if, if you're working on, say, five things at a time, you, you don't have to necessarily, from, from a predictability perspective, you don't necessarily have to wait for one to finish before two can finish, before three can finish, before four can finish. That's, that's really, really not how it works. So in the situation where you're working, so let's, let's take this specific example where we've got items one, two, and three. Well, there's a pretty high probability that you're going to be working on items one, two, and three, you know, all, all at the same time. So kind of forecasting when those, you know, when, when those things will start so that we can forecast when those things are finished, you know, be, be, becomes problematic because that's, that's, again, that's not necessarily the world that, that, that we're working in. Yeah, and as, and, and we've, I think we've, I don't know if this is a take a drink thing, but I think we've talked ad nauseum about, about limiting WIP and, this is one effect of not limiting web. If you keep adding web, you will have multiple of these things in progress at any given point of time. And there is absolutely no guarantee that you'll have any semblance of order in which they finish. Well, I think that's, so that's a great segue, I think in, in, into the, not, not that all of this has been the meat of this episode, but I think what you're talking about now is really the, the meat of what we, what we wanna get across is instead of trying to forecast exactly when something should start, what's, what's potentially a better pattern? What's potentially a better approach to figuring out when something should start? I, I don't know if I have a great answer to it, but I do have, and you might have better answers to this than I do, but I do have some basic rules that we should be thinking about on day-to-day -day basis on, are we ready to start something or should we start something? Um, first of which we already, yeah, this is the segue of whip. <laughs> if, if there is space available to start something, that's signal number one. Okay, we're good to start something. That's signal number one, but that's not enough. Um, we need to make sure that, um, as we were talking about earlier, that the thing that we're about to start is the highest priority thing. We might have initially, two months ago, thought that this particular thing was the highest priority, but in the meantime, something else might have shown up. So. There's whip available. The next item start is the highest priority item. The item that we start, we actually intend on not just starting it, but actually finishing it all the way through. And probably the last one, at least for me, is it has met some sort of definition of 
begin, I guess, to kind of mirror the definition of done that these this is it's in a shape that we can actually start work on it. So. Yeah, so I mean, the um, um, the the idea of, of of just in time, and we 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 always come back to just in time, just in time, just in time, and and I, I think both of you and I err on the side of just in time, you know, a little bit, maybe maybe to a fault, potentially to a fault. I I, I will I will admit that, um, but that's an idea of using using work in progress, so many work in progress as a signal. I agree, is um, you know is huge. Instead of worrying about so much about when exactly is this this particular item going to start. Let's make sure that our process is in a state that it has capacity to even pull pull something in. Um, to your second point, I would I, I agree, uh, but I, I would tweak tweak the language because you're saying, "Hey, is this the highest priority thing?" Um, I want to make sure. I, I think you're saying this, but you, you we 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 can maybe debate this. But I think you're saying this is. I think what you're saying is at the time when we have that signal that we have capacity to pull something in. Um, is everything that we know about the item we're, we're about to start, uh, or does everything we know about the item we're about to start, does that make it the highest priority? It might not necessarily be the highest item on your backlog, yep. but it's it's the highest priority based on, you know, based on you know current business environment, based on capacity, based mm -hmm. on you know you know what wh whatever's going on in our context. You know, just just whatever. I think isn't. I, yeah, I, I assume that's what you really mean, right? Yeah, the way the way I like to and, and I'll, I'll I'll borrow from from the dawn on this one. The way I like to think about sequencing is more important than priority. So yeah, is this the right? Is this this item the right thing to be sequenced next? Right. Um. I, and and to me that that's the more important. So I say this a lot. I don't know. I don't know that I really understand what I'm talking about, and I'm not sure that it's it's in, entirely true. You know, you know. But I say I say this a lot in my classes that you know uh, spending a lot of time ordering a backlog, and forgive me, scrum people out there, but spending a lot of time ordering your backlog from a lean perspective is waste um, be, because we don't know at the, at the time at the time we're ordering is almost never the same time as when we're deciding to pull pull stuff in, and so you should be allowed. When you pull something in, um, to, to be able to deviate from from whatever that order is, and I would argue you should, as much as possible, delay that decision on ordering. Now, my good friend Steve Porter, I think it was Steve Porter who said this. Maybe maybe it was was Ryan Ripley. Forgive me if I'm I'm getting this wrong. Um, mentions that uh, the Scrum guy is actually not specific about when that ordering should happen. So, theoretically, doing that ordering just in time um, is is still still scrummy which is which is which is okay um but but the point i i, I just I, you know to, to belabor the point you know don't necessarily assume because you have your your backlog one two three four that the highest priority is always that next highest highest item on your backlog it may not be that was it that was that was it what sorry <laughs> oh, yeah, i was just like waiting for another five minutes here um no, I, I want to yeah, get I want to get to another drink. So you, you talk. Yeah. So so yeah. So we, we we talked about we talked about whip being available. We talked about sequencing. Um, the the third thing for me is make sure that if we're gonna start this thing, we're actually gonna finish this, because 
the easiest way to blow up your predictability, blow up your system, is to continuously keep starting things that you don't intend to finish. I mean, it was, we say that all the time because because to make to make it look like uh, we're making progress, to make it look like uh, we're taking our customer requests seriously, whatever 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 the charade is that we're playing, you know, that's that's the biggest reason why I think people pull pull work in. Um, and you're right, that's kind of the death knell of your process is. Okay. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we look busy and we want to look, we want to look like we're, we're working on this thing, but yeah. <laughs> so, so we started, but are we really, really going to finish? Do we really have an intention of finishing it? I think that's a huge point. Yeah. We have this feature with eight stories, but you know, these one or two are small. We can just get them through. And then when we have time, we'll do the other six. Or I don't know if we can say, well, you know, looks like, looks like our team's going to have some capacity on the side here. So let's start this lower priority feature and they'll just, I promise they'll just work on it when they have some spare capacity. Um, right? I don't know if I yeah. should be talking about that or not, but yeah. But, but yeah, no, but, the but I do understand the temptation. I do the understand mm -hmm. the temptation of saying, let's make some progress, why not? But the why not, the answer to the why not is, right. we should never be starting things we don't intend to finish. So if we, if we could sum up the important takeaways from this episode, this, you know, this, this idea of understanding when items should start, is probably more important than understanding when they will finish from a predictability perspective. I mean, that, that statement in, you know, in and of itself, I think probably seems weird to people, you know, but, but, but it's true. The biggest thing that you can do to, to kind of kill yourself from a predictability standpoint is not get that start point right. Um, so if, if we can sum up kind of the big takeaways from this, what, what are some of the things that we would say? Um, to me, there are essentially four rules we've talked about okay. of when something should start. Uh, there is make sure there's whip to start this, whip, of, uh, whip available. Make sure that if we're starting this, we can actually finish this. Make sure this is the right item in terms of priority and sequencing to start. And make sure you have some sort of definition of begin, which this item has fulfilled before we actually start it. Yeah, so kind of, I, I know all of you who are listening, I know a lot of you have been taught about this idea of, you know, the importance of prioritization, and we won't even talk about how safe handles this, we, we won't even go there. Um, but I know a lot of you have had this drilled into your head, you know, how important it is to prioritize and how, how important it is to work in, in a prioritized order. What we're asking you to do is not necessarily dump all of that, but probably dump all of that. Um, you know, just just you know, kind of kind of embrace this idea of we don't know what the right order is in the future. If we can move to more of a you know a, a just in time prioritization, a just in time commitment, if you will, um, that opens up all kinds of more more flexibility for us. Should you know, dare I say, more agility for us um, to be able to you know only when the process signals that we have capacity to work consider these four rules that, that, that you're talking about, uh, you know, and kind of go from there. Um, and sequencing and ordering and prioritization will kind of take care of itself from that perspective. I know that kind of sounds like the last word, but I, I feel like I want to give you the last word. I don't know if you and have anything you else to You did, add. and then you talked over it, and then <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> do you, do you, is there anything else you want to say? For people, for people who are just listening and not watching, Nisha has moved at least twice in this episode. So, it's an exciting episode for everyone. We have a full-fledged Nisha alert. This is you know, DEFCON two. 
Um, anything else to add then, or should we just wrap it up? I think we wrap it up. I, I might pour myself another drink though, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this, I don't know. It may, may, I, I, I'm not sure how, how concrete a lot of the stuff that we've talked about sounds. Um, I, I, you know, I hope you, you take something away from this. If you have any questions, as always, we, we love to hear from you because we do love to interject the episodes where we're answering um, our, our listeners' questions as they ask us. So please feel free to drop us a line, leave a comment, whatever. We'll be looking for that. Um, so until we get that, uh, and until next time, keep on drinking, and we will see you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>